Amen. Magandang umaga po. Good morning everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Amen. It's a wonderful time to share again the Word of God to you. And uh, talagang we always hear when December comes and sa Philippines, September, the Christmas season starts around September. But every uh, during Christmas season, you see all these lights. Ano pa ba? Ano bang tawag dito? It brings some uh, excitement, di ba? We went last, uh, I think last Saturday, we were in the orchard and the lights were, uh, were there. And it's really a different feeling during Christmas season. Ano po? So, our topic for today. Okay, paki-flash na ba? Sige po. Yeah. I asked my son to read the topic for today. He says, J-Y in Jesus. That's joy in Jesus. Amen? Yeah, a lot of that word, happy, merry, wonderful time of the year. So let's talk about joy. That uh, one of the words that we will hear often, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, okay? So let's all stand. This is just a short verse in Luke 2.10, and let's all read together. One verse lang to, let's all read together. Let's read, one, two, three. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Let's all bow and pray, Father. With the joy that you have given us, Lord, today, allow us, O God, to learn about the joy in Jesus. Open our hearts, Lord, that this will not be just a study, but this will be a way of life that we will choose to do in our life, Lord, as we learn your word today. Open our hearts for your word. Use your servant as a vessel. You are the teacher, O God. The Holy Spirit is the true teacher of your word. And speak to us, Father. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Let's all sit together. There's a report. I think this report always comes every year. It's a world happiness report. Yeah, You can Google it. You can find this report. 2022. So they rank every country from the top happiest country to the lowest. Okay? But I just... The ten, the top ten list, okay? So, Finland is the number one, Denmark, Iceland, and so on. So, this, from 2019 to 2021, the report came out on 2022. Yeah. Ito niya? Oh, okay. But interestingly, and then, What's the reason of being joy with these 10 countries? So I look at the 10 rich countries in the world as per gross domestic product. Siyempre, number one, US. US, China, Japan. Yeah. 2022. 10 rich countries. And interestingly, none of these 10 rich countries made it sa 10 happiest countries. Diba? Walang pumasok. And then I see, I, I, I check again on another survey. 
the depression rate by country. You can find that in Google also. The depression rate in, in, in country, I just took the first five at number two yung US, which is the richest country in the world. So, we will find that joy and happiness may not be necessarily dependent on your circumstances. And those who have the most reason to be joyful, the richer country, turns out to be the most often depressed. Yeah. Especially yung, those people who have a lot of money, bigay nyo na lang sa amin yan. <laughs> right? I think you know someone, or you heard about someone who is very wealthy and rich, but don't have joy in his heart. So we will study that. Our topic for today is joy in Jesus. And there's one American mother who said, what we have is never enough. We always want more. If we're hungry and the food basket is passing out bread, we want two loaves instead of just one. If the church is giving away free coffee after Sunday service, we're irritated if that isn't Starbucks. If we're single, we want to be married. If we're married, we want a better spouse. We want to be thinner, prettier, and richer. We want a good job, then a better one. Then that job is no longer best job, so we search for the next job. And we're raising children who are just bad. They often aren't grateful to the new toy. They want the best toy. They are not sensitive to financial boundaries because culture, our culture, that's us, permeates the greed of more, more, more. And the pursuit of that facade will never make us happy or fulfilled or thankful. Uh, look at the person beside you. Tingnan mo lang yan. Ngitian mo lang siya. Mukha naman siyang masaya, di ba? Okay, so our topic for today, JJ. JJ, Joy in Jesus. Okay. So, there are things that we need to understand about joy in the Bible. Okay? So, we will look deep in what the Bible says about joy. First of all, God experiences joy. Okay? God experiences joy. In Isaiah 65 verse, 62 verse 5, As the bridegroom rejoices over the bride, so shall your God rejoices over you. So we will find that God, God enjoys His people. God enjoys us. He is a joyful God. In Isaiah 65 19 also says, I will rejoice in Jerusalem and joy in my people. Also in Zephaniah 3.17, one of my favorite verse, as part of the worship team, it says, The Lord your God is in your midst. The Mighty One will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with His love. He will rejoice over you with singing. So when we worship the Lord, when we sing, God joins us in singing in heaven. So singing is part of God's uh, 
Yung every day that He loves to hear, that's why we will see in Revelation, shows us what is going on in heaven. There's a lot of worship and singing. And when we sing here on earth, when we sing in our personal devotion time, in, the, in every Sunday, God rejoices over us in singing. And we will see that also in, before, in the last supper before Jesus was taken to the cross. They end up the last supper with hymns and songs. So God loves singing and He rejoices over His people. God in heaven is a joyful God. And He rejoices in us. He likes us. He likes His people. So some people viewed God as a God who is always angry, God of judgment, always angry all the time. But according to the God's word, God experiences joy. And we need to understand that God wants you, wants us also to experience His joy. If He's a joyful God, He wants His children to be joyful. So for those who believe the Bible and those who study the Bible, there's no doubt in this truth that what God desires for us, He provides for us. What God desires for us, He provides. In John 15, it says, These things I have spoken to you that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. Okay. Eh, Brother Bong, I, I'm also happy. Eh. I don't need the joy of Jesus. Actually, there's some truth on that because according to John 15 says, your, sabi nun, if you have the joy of Jesus, your joy, your joy may be full. You have a certain of joy, but that joy is shallow. You have a certain of joy if, if the, the papa give you a wink. But the truth is, there's really joy that you can find somewhere else. But according to the Bible, that joy is a shallow joy. Unless the joy of Jesus comes to you, you will have your full joy. So this is what the Word of God tells us, that we will have the full joy, not a, sh a shallow joy, when the joy of Jesus is in our hearts. In John 17, 13 says, Now I am coming to you. I, called, I told them many things while I was with them in this world, so they would be filled with my joy. God wants His joy to be our joy. So we learn that God is a joyful God, and He wants that joy also to be our joy. He wants the experience of joy that He has in heaven, He wants the joy in heaven to be our experience of joy here on earth. And the Bible describes that as His joy. It's the joy of Jesus, the joy in Jesus, J.J., so, we need to understand about the joy in the Bible. Number two, number one, God experiences joy. Number two, He commands us to be joyful. He commands us to be joyful. In Philippians 4.4, I think you, we always hear this uh, verse, Rejoice in the Lord always, Paul says. And in case we don't get it in the first time, he repeats it. Again, I say rejoice. So, for some people, Brother Bong, 
You cannot command joy. Can you tell to a per person, someone who is depressed, be joyful? But I would say, why not? We're supposed to be in charge with our attitudes. We have a choice. If you choose to be depressed, then that's your choice. But if you choose to follow the command of the Bible, according to Paul, rejoice in the Lord, rejoice in your God, then that's your choice. So we have a choice. We choose not to be joyful or we choose to be joyful in the Lord. Robert J. Morgan, a Bible teacher, says, We may not be able to rejoice in our load, in our problems, but we can rejoice in our Lord. We may not find joy in our situation, but we can rejoice in our Savior. To rejoice in the Lord means to rejoice in the unchanging relationship with, sovereign, with the sovereign Lord and in His qualities, gifts, promises, and attributes. For some people, they may say, you cannot just command joy, right? But it says here that we can choose to have a joyful heart because the Lord gave it to us. Because of the joy of the Lord. When Jesus was born during the first Christmas, we received the promise of that joy. That Jesus will bring that joy to all the people. And that's why we sing the song that we sang kanina, Joy to the world, the Lord has come. And there's a reason to be joyful, not just during Christmas time, but every day we can choose to be joyful. So in the ministry of Jesus Christ, Jesus created so much joy to the people. Every people that Jesus touched, there's always joy imparted in their lives. In Luke 2, we start on the birth of Jesus Christ. Baby pa lang si Jesus Christ. The shepherd visited them according to the signs that the angels gave them. And after they visited baby Jesus, and the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. Joy were in their hearts when they visited Jesus, the baby Jesus. Also, Jesus healed a crippled woman in Luke uh, chapter 13. Then he put his hand on her and immediately, she straightened up and she starts praising God. In Luke 17, when he healed a leper in Samaria, then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back praising God with a loud voice. Joy in Jesus. A lame, a lame beggar at the beautiful gate was healed in Acts chapter 3. After he received healing from Jesus, he was walking and leaping and praising God. Amen? So every person, that includes you and me, and I know that you would agree with me. When Jesus touched our lives, there is joy in our hearts. Amen? There is joy in our hearts. In the Gospel of John, we see also Jesus performing his first miracle where? At a wedding, sa kasalan, Jesus went to a wedding. A wedding is one of the joyous celebration. Sino dito yung who attended a wedding and the wedding is very sad. Right? 
But wedding is a very joyous celebration. Even people are crying. There is joy that you can feel in that place. And Jesus, in his first miracle, performed that miracle in a joyous celebration of a wedding. He went to a wedding to perform a miracle that became one of the sign miracles in the book of John. So that those who saw the miracle would believe that he was indeed the Son of God. So we see Jesus involved in the celebration of a young couple making their vows to one another. When they ran out of wine, Jesus took care of the problem. And that's the first miracle of Jesus. In a joyous celebration, a wedding party. Joy is the atmosphere of which our Christian lives are supposed to be lived. In Thessalonians 1 Thessalonians 5, it says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances. Three, ah, okay? Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and give thanks in all circumstances. According to Paul, for this is the will of God in you, in, in Christ Jesus for you. Okay. A lot of people are complaining. A lot of Christians are struggling. How can I do the will of God? Where to find the will of God? Paul gives us the tip. He says, you want to know or you want to do the will of God? Three things in this verse that Paul writes to the Thessalonians. You will do the will of God if you, you rejoice always. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice, he says. Just rejoicing in the Lord, you're doing the will of God. Second, pray without ceasing. Pray continually. You're doing the will of God already. And third is, give thanks. Hi, salamat Panginoon. Just the mere breath of thanksgiving, you're doing the will of God. That's why in our family devotion, Every day, every night, we are doing a family devotion. There's always a praise report. Because I'm teaching my kids, this is one way to do the will of God. Always give thanks to the Lord. So we always have praise report. Before we, uh, uh, when we start our family devotion, all of us will go around and then do our praise report. So how to do the will of God? According to Paul, Rejoice always, pray continually, and give thanks to the Lord. So joy is present in every major event of our Christian walk. Okay, so we will go through our Christian experience now, okay? And we will find that there is joy from the beginning of our Christian walk. Starting from the day we receive Jesus Christ. Who still remembers that? I know it's a very special uh, day in our lives that we remember the first time we heard the gospel, the first time we received the love of Jesus Christ, the day we received Jesus Christ. So that's number one. So remember yung song na, Oh happy day, oh happy day, when Jesus washed my sins away. Amen? Joy in Jesus. The joy of salvation is the joy of realizing that you're not guilty anymore. That you've been forgiven, 
that God has given you the gift of eternal life and you're going to spend eternity in heaven. Salvation is a joyous time. The Bible says that when a person is saved, there's a celebration in heaven. When a person received Jesus Christ for the very first time, his eyes were opened to the wonderful gift of salvation that God is offering us on what He did on the cross. There's a party in heaven. Kaya yung mga party-party, sa heaven nag-umpisa yun. And when a person receives Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior, we will see here in Luke chapter 15. Just so I tell you, there is joy before the angels of God over one sinners who repents. So there's a party when a person receives Jesus Christ. So every time you hear somebody give their testimony, they give their special story of their salvation, when a person comes to Christ, we should be all be grateful and joyful because that's a moment of great joy in heaven and that's also a great moment of joy for all of us. And that's what the Bible in Luke chapter 15 tells us. So number two, okay, the day we were baptized. If you have not been water baptized, if we have schedule, please magpa-sign up kayo. But those of us who have gone through water baptism, I know that you will agree with me, one of the joyous times of our life. Even for us just witnessing a friend do the water baptism, there is the atmosphere of joy in the time of water baptism. That's the joy in Jesus. Water baptism. Christian joy even shows up in times of difficulties, problems, and trials. And we can find that in Luke chapter 6. It says here, verse 22, Blessed are you when people hate you, when they exclude you and insult you, and reject your name as evil because of the Son of Man. When we are persecuted because of Jesus, says here in 23, rejoice in that day and leap for joy because great is your reward in heaven for that is how their ancestors treated their prophets. We rejoice because Jesus gives us that joy. He gave us that joy. And it's not just the joy, but that joy also comes a reward in heaven. There's a reward in heaven if we are persecuted because of our faith. And that's a reason to rejoice according to Luke. And you're not alone. Even the time of the prophets, he say, they are also doing that. So there's joy. We can experience joy even we are in times of difficulty and problems. And also in Romans chapter 5, it says, Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that sufferings produces endurance. So as a Christian... The Holy Spirit gave us this mindset that all these sufferings are not really suffering at all. But these are stepping stones for our maturity. If you don't have that joy in Jesus, if you don't have that, uh, that revelation from the Holy Spirit that in suffering will give you, it's a stepping stone for your maturity, you will just really be depressed. But if you learn from the Bible that suffering is a stepping stone for your maturity, 
spiritual maturity, personal maturity. And a lot of us, especially yung ating mga seniors, they are very matured in giving advice because they have been there. They have suffered, they have uh, undergo testings and trials that they have something to give as an advice doon sa mga people who are seeking advice. So sabi sa Bible, suffering, yes, it's difficult, but it's something to rejoice because we will learn something about it. God will help us through the process of suffering and trials. James 1 says, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. So these are the attitudes of God's people, God's disciples and prophets. They rejoice because they have Jesus and they will grow and learn through these trials that they are facing. First Thessalonians 1 says, You became imitators of us and of the Lord, for you welcomed the message in the midst of severe suffering with the joy given by the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit, which is the gift of God to us, His Spirit, is the one giving us the joy. In the books of Acts, the apostles were confronted by the government because of their faith in Jesus. And even Paul and Silas were always confronted by the council, the government, because of their faith. They were beaten. They were mobbed. It seems that it enhances their joy. It never slows them down. Even they were put to jail. In Acts chapter 5, when the, the government confronted them, the apostles left the high council rejoicing. See that attitude? That God has counted them worthy to suffer disgrace for the name of Jesus. Joy even in time of persecution. And we will see in the Acts chapter 16, the story of Paul and Silas. They were beaten, they were, they were mobbed, they were sent to jail in shackles and chain. And we will see in verse 25 what they're doing. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the prisoners were listening to them. So, nagbablog sila. Wala pang cellphone nun eh. Live vlogging. And they have an audience, the prison guard and the prisoners. They were singing to think that they were just beaten up and mobbed and was sent to jail, they still have the attitude, the joy to pray and sing. And they have their audience. And later on, we will know the story that the prison guards also believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. So as we learn, we may not be able to rejoice in our load, but we can rejoice in our Lord. Amen. And then lastly, joy all the way to the end. And these words that we can hear from Paul in Acts chapter 20. Paul says, But none of, this, none of these things move me, nor do I count my life dear to myself, so that I may finish the race with joy. And the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. Paul says, I have this joy from Jesus, joy all the way to the end. 
joy all the way to the end. G.K. Chesterton says, Joy is a gigantic secret of the Christian. For the kind of joy that we know about from the Bible is not available anyplace else. Only in Jesus. Only in Jesus. So what's the characteristic of this joy that we're talking about? Okay? So we know already that this joy comes from Jesus. It is the joy of Jesus. In John 15 says, These things I have spoken to you that my joy, which is the joy of Jesus, may be in you and that your joy may be full. So we just discussed about that. Our joy cannot be full. We cannot have that full joy. We only have a shallow joy that we can find anywhere else. But the full joy we can only find in Jesus. So joy, this joy is Christ's joy. The Bible uh, teacher David Jeremiah says that this joy is the life of the Lord Jesus being lived out inside of us. Christian joy is Christ's joy in the Christian. Christian joy is letting Christ live his life through us so that what he is, what his joy is, we become. So that joy is really the joy of Jesus living out in our lives because of the Holy Spirit. In Colossians 1.11 says, Be strengthened with all power according to his glorious might for all endurance and patience with joy. This joy is not dependent on happenings. This joy is not dependent on us. It's only dependent on Jesus Christ. If we trust Him, He produces that joy. And Peter called this joy as inexpressible and full of glory in 1 Peter 1 verse 8. Though you have not seen Him, you love Him. Even though you do not see Him now, you believe in Him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. Sa Tagalog, hindi mo maipaliwanag, pero masaya ka. Inexpressible and glorious joy. Your friends call you what? Buang mangid. That's what Peter says. And according to the Bible teacher David Jeremiah in his commentary with this verse, he says, Peter said, you have not seen Jesus. You've never even touched Jesus. And you've never even looked into his eyes physically. But one day, you met him. But one day, you heard the gospel. And you received it in your hearts. And you were saved. And your sins were forgiven. And because of that, today, you rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory. That's what happened to us, right? That's what happened to us. The moment we receive the joy of Jesus and receive the salvation of Jesus, we go home and, and, and tell that to our parents, to our friends, and what they call us, buang naman git. But such a joy, inexpressible joy, that Jesus gives to His children. His joy, number two, Jesus' joy is full joy. So this joy is not an incomplete joy. It is not an almost joy. Or it is not sometimes joy. This is an everyday 100% complete joy. 
There's a story in London, a boarding school in London, and there's a headmaster. Yung headmaster is a head teacher sa boarding school in London. And every time this headmaster go to work, he always wear this beautiful smile. He's a very joyous person. He enjoys his work every day. And the students always see him as a joyous, happy, smiling teacher. So the students, you know, we have this marites, uh, lalo na sa mga school. Teacher, you know that teacher? He sabi nila, that teacher always go to heaven every night. So every morning he go to, to school, he have that, this joy. Because you cannot find, you cannot have that joy every day if you don't go to heaven. So that the students thought that during the night time until morning, this teacher go to heaven at night and then go back in the morning wearing that beautiful smile. So that was the students were thinking. And then one day one student asked the teacher, teacher, why are you so joyful? Why are you always wear that smile every day? We never uh, see you frowning. And I love what the teacher says. He says this. Joy is the flag that is flown from the castle of your heart when the king is in residence. Wow. In other words, joy is determined whether or not Jesus it in the center or in the castle of your heart. And if he is in the castle, if, if he is in the center of your life, you can have this joy. So you have your heart, and if Jesus is the king residing to that castle in your heart, the teacher says, you will have that flag, the joy, flag of joy, always uh, racing on that top of the uh, castle of your hearts. I love his answer. Joy is the flag that is flown from the castle of your heart when the king is in residence. So it's a reminder for all of us, if you're looking for joy outside of Jesus, you're wasting your time. You can only find true joy in Jesus. If you want joy, if you want real joy, wonderful joy, you've got to let Jesus come into your hearts. And then number three, the characteristic of this joy is, this is a continual joy. Okay? Continual joy. I know you've experienced this, I've experienced this, and I know you will agree with me. Your gladness today can become your sadness tomorrow. Right? Saya-saya mo ngayon. Bukas, mukha kang pinagsaklo ba ng langit at lupa. Right? It happens. Or, your sweetness of the morning can turn into bitterness at night. Right? Or, the friends you thought were your friends yesterday become your, friend, your enemies today. I think Pastor Dan shared about this. Ang tawag niya, frenemies. <laughs> or, the wisdom you thought was so cool yesterday is now so foolish today. So what this tells us is that nothing we get involved with ever seems to last. There's always a change. 
something will come and go. Sabi nga sa Ecclesiastes, things just come and go under the sun. But the joy, okay, this is the message of Christmas, right? But the joy of, of Christ is a continual, never-ending, absolutely constant, lasting joy. That's why this joy is not dependent on happenings. It's perfected in the person of Jesus Christ. This joy is perfected in the person of Jesus Christ. And spiritual walk is a progress. Okay? Our spiritual walk is a progress. That's why if we keep knowing Jesus Christ, it's same with relationship. You start, first day you see the person, you don't know him very well. But as you go along in life, journeying with that person, as you go along in life, having Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you will know him deeply and you will have that joy of Jesus in your heart more intense. Joy in Jesus. The days just before Jesus was taken away from the disciples to go to the cross, in the midst of their sorrow and anxiety, Jesus comforted his disciples with these words in John chapter 16. So also you have sorrow now, but I will see you again, and your heart will rejoice, and no one will take your joy from you. I think you will agree with me. For those who have the joy in, of Jesus in their hearts, no one can take that joy from you. Because that joy comes from Jesus. So let's, uh, so how do we get this joy? Okay, this is very fast and I'm about to end. First of all, we need to surrender our life to Jesus. Surrender our life to Jesus. Give Jesus the first place in your life. You see the castle and the king is in residence? Give Jesus the first place in your life. So that, that's where joy starts. I know you will agree with me. That's where it starts when we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior. We experience that wonderful joy that Jesus can give. And it's not available any place else. Again, we can find joy any place, but it's not the full joy that Jesus promised. We can have joy anywhere else, but it's a shallow joy. Only Jesus can give us the full joy. Number two, submit yourself totally to the Spirit of God. Because joy is the fruit of the Holy Spirit in Galatians 5. So if we have the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God in us, then we will have that joy from the Holy Spirit. So our attitude must be, Lord, here's my life. Do with it as you please. Surrender our life to God and let His joy come in our lives. In Psalms 37 verse 4 says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your hearts. What's the problem? The problem is that there's a struggle. The struggle with joy comes when we compete with our way, and now the end is near. When we compete with, with our way versus the way of God. If this competition happens, I will do it my way or God's way, then we will struggle with joy. So let Jesus 
reside as a king in the castle of our hearts. Number three, how do we get this joy? Study the Word of God. The Bible. Okay? The Bible is God's handbook on joy. Sabi nila, there are 500 plus references about joy in the Bible. You just go and read the Bible and you will come across the word joy in the Bible. It's the handbook on joy. And also, as we know, the Bible is the manual on how to live the Christian life. You don't know the manual, you will get messed up. You have a gadget, you have an appliance, you don't know how to use the manual, you get haywire. The same thing with our lives. So the manual on how to live the Christian life is the Word of God, the Bible. And then number four, how to get this joy? Share your life with others. Yeah. You're not going to be happy by yourselves. Apo, malungkot yung mag-isa. And God never intended you to be happy by yourselves. So that's why He created the church so that we could be together. So for those, our friends watching online, if you have not yet attended a physical church, you're missing some joy in your life. Because God created the church so that we can impart joy and receive joy from one another. So come to church. And also, hang out with joyful people. Tignan mo yung katabi mo. Look, the person beside you. Yan yung mga, yan yung hinahang out ninyo. Yung hindi mo kang, ano, hindi mo kang, ano tawag doon? Basungit. Right? So, hang out with joyful people. Tell the person uh, sitting beside you, ayaw ko ng buwisit. Yeah. Parang hingiti naman niya. Yeah, yeah. So, hang out with joyful people. I think, you know, right? If you have friends who are very joyful, it's yung nakakahawa ba? Right? So, hang out with joyful people. So, how do we get this joy? Surrender your life to Jesus. Submit yourself totally to the Spirit of God. Study the Word of God. And share your life with others. Share your life with others. And I will end with this. You know them, right? In his autobiography, Just As I Am, <clears throat> Billy Graham tells about being invited for lunch at the home of one of the world's wealthiest men on the island in the Caribbean. Throughout lunch, the 75-year-old rich man seems close to tears, finally saying, I am the most miserable man in this world. <clears throat> Out there is my yacht. I can go anywhere I want. I have my private plane. I have my helicopters. I have everything I want to make my life happy, yet I am miserable as hell. The Grahams talked and prayed with the men, doing their best to point him to Christ, who alone would be able to give him the deep meaning in life he sought. After leaving the man's beautiful home, the Grahams returned to the small cottage where they were staying on the island. That afternoon, the pastor of a local Baptist church came to call. In spite of his limited resources and difficult situation, he was full of enthusiasm and love for Christ. I don't have two pounds to my name, he said with a smile. 
but I am the happiest man on this island. After the pastor left, Billy Graham turned to his wife and asked, Who do you think is the richer man? Ruth Graham didn't even need to reply, for the answer was obvious. And this is the answer. What the rich man was seeking was happiness, a reason to laugh and forget his troubles. What the pastor had already found was a deep-seated joy based not on what he possessed, but on who possessed him, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our topic for today, JJ, Joy in Jesus. If you want joy, real joy, wonderful joy, let Jesus, the Jesus of Christmas, come into your hearts. Let's all bow together and pray. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for the gift of Christmas, for the gift of Jesus who died on the cross and rose again. And we thank you because there's a season that we remember every December, the gift of God which gives us the promise of joy. And Lord, as we have studied today, let this be joy, be a continual joy in us, Lord that we will choose to be joyful, that we will choose, Lord, to have you take full control, take the full residence in the castle of your heart, so we will have that flag raising in our lives the joy of Jesus, the joy in Jesus that we have in our life. Thank you, for God. I pray, Lord, that you will continue, oh God, to bless each and every person who needs joy. Father, touch your hearts right now in Jesus' name. To you be the glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Merry Christmas, Paulette. Lord, thank you, Brother Bong, for sharing a wonderful message. JJ, joy in Jesus. So let's all stand. I believe that it's a reminder to all of us that our joy is found in the Lord. Nothing else is in Him that we can find the satisfaction and peace. And there's a song before we would receive the benediction, Joy of My Desire. And let it be our prayer and our desire. And Lord, joy of my desire, you are the one we desire, Lord. And let it be our prayer today. Joy. Joy of my desire. All consuming fire.
Lord, that our joy is in you. Lord, and no matter the circumstances that we are facing, even the possession that we have, Lord, those, Lord, will leave us empty heart. But we find our fullness when we know you, then we encounter you when you are truly, Lord, the source of our joy, O oh God. I pray, O oh Lord, that you preserve us. Remind us even in this season, we might be away from our families. We might not be receiving the gift that we want. We might not be invited in parties. But Lord, despite of all these things, when we have you, we are satisfied and we are full of joy. Salamat Panginoon sa your word today. We bless your name. Let's just raise a hand and receive the benediction. Peace be to the brothers and love with faith from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be with all who love our Lord Jesus Christ with love incorruptible. Panginoon, we thank you that we have all the reason to rejoice because we have you and because we have your love. And I pray, Lord, this season, as we have this joy in our hearts, may you use our life to bring joy to others. We give you glory and honor in the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody say, Amen, Amen. Let's say Amen. Praise the Lord. Just turn to a person beside you and tell that person, our joy is in Jesus. God bless and uh, Merry Christmas. See you next Sunday.